Welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. We are talking about Sex Education Season 3, which is a Netflix original. We have talked about this show before, and we both love it so much we couldn't not give ourselves a chance to watch the new season and talk about it here. But first... Uh, TV news, I will start us off. This is like the pre-news to some news, but pretty big. Netflix dropped a teaser that uh, the Britney versus Spears documentary uh, trailer is dropping tomorrow, which will have dropped by the time this episode aired, airs probably. <laughs> but it feels like worth mentioning. Yes, we need to, like, make people aware that we know about it. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Because we struggle sometimes on this podcast with, we record two days before the episode airs. And so there's always some times where we're like, wow, we really wish we would have had this information when we recorded five minutes ago or two days ago. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll let Jordan speak for her news, but... This happened to us last week. Yes. Something from last week is that when we were talking about the Succession Season 3 promotions and we were each convinced that we were seeing different characters on different characters' sides in the Succession posters. And that is because HBO released three different versions of the poster. So the one that I saw was Kendall and on his team is like Tom and Greg and everyone else is on Logan's side. And then Taylor saw a poster where Kendall's team is Roman and Greg and then everyone else is on the other side. So it's really it's they're just it's honestly genius because it's like messing with reality because i i i think we literally said isn't that kind of a spoiler that we're that we're getting to see who's on whose side but no all the posters are different different characters on different sides it's very genius and really has like made me even more excited for the new season because they're just such tricksters they know they knew that we were going to try to figure it out so they saw mm-hmm. they saw ahead and as they always do brilliant marketing it's so good it's also really fun looking through the different versions because like it is like kind of a choose your own adventure vibe where it's like oh that would be interesting if those ones were teaming up against these this combination of characters and like then getting to just scroll on through so do you think that one of them is the real the real way um i saw some replies to this um tweet that i'm looking at and or something when because I, I was looking for a certain poster and um someone was really convinced that the real one was kendall tom and greg <laughs> which i'm like <laughs> i just feel like kendall would be so screwed if like you know, like they, Greg, Greg came through 
in season two, obviously. But like against Logan Shiv, I mean Shiv really, because like Roman may do something dumb. Connor, I think, is always on Logan's side. No, there's one where he's on Kendall's side. This is wild. I'm going to have to retweet this and then everyone can just like be as hypnotized by these as we are. (laughs) But I don't know. I feel like I, I don't know either. I think that the ones maybe with um, Tom opposite Shiv would be the real ones because like we left off with huge drama between them, you know? Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Oh, well, this so is, many questions. This is your weekly succession corner with us. <laughs> Before we can talk we really, really about anything name else. That section. <laughs> the succession section. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, another piece of news that I have is that Catherine Hahn is gonna play Joan Rivers in a new series about uh about Joan Rivers and it's called the comeback girl and it's a limited series uh in development at Showtime and I mean Catherine Hahn already a yes also Joan Rivers very intrigued mm-hmm. really good casting I literally never would have thought of in a million years never a little sad it's not Heather McMahon <sighs> Heather Heather but. will have her day sometime she will. Um, I think the last piece of news I have is uh, they dropped the full trailer for you on Netflix. And I'll be honest, I thought the trailer was good. I this is it made me a little excited. This is the most intrigued I've ever been for a, a season of you. Like same. I just think well, first of all. Having them be parents is, you have to tune in to see oh. how that's going to go because what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and just the fact that like, um, love the character, <laughs> the person, <laughs> she, it's just so. Not the feeling. Yeah. Not the abstract concept. Um, she's just, it's such a like compelling thing to have like this sociopathic person and then is there someone even more sociopathic and scary than him like Mm -hmm. that's really cool so yeah it was a it was a good trailer isn't when is that coming out again they're going october 15th oh my gosh we're gonna be so busy in october there's so many fall busy we might have to go back to reviewing two shows an episode oh no (laughs) we can't do that maybe maybe either we can if we have to or we could some of them hopefully some of them will be like dropped all at once versus week to week or something like that exactly gotta think ahead because that's gonna be a good tv time this weekend was also the emmys and i am unfortunately maybe fortunately didn't get to watch any of the Emmys, so I turned the time over to Jordan for an <laughs> Emmys recap. <laughs> um, the Emmys. I felt like, I don't know if it was just me. Um, I'd love to hear thoughts, especially if you agree with me, but um, as that's how usually how I feel about things. But <laughs> it was just very boring. I Even though there were things to like that I was very excited about. Could, obviously, best award of the night was Michaela Cole winning writing especially after being completely snubbed at the golden globes 
Um, her speech was amazing. And, um, yeah, that was, that was the, the highlight for me for sure. But, um, I'm so happy she got that. It was just so deserved and yeah, it just would have been like, also she was best dressed in my opinion. She looked amazing. So two awards, (sighs) one official Emmy award, one special Taylor Goff award. Which might be better than Emmy, in my opinion. Very prestigious. <laughs> As a tourist. It's, a- <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's extremely prestigious and, like, hard to win. So she should be proud. Yes. Very. Um, yes. It's also, like, I think that the presentation was boring and a lot of the jokes and little bits were, like, I found them kind of um, boring and embarrassing. Like, the fact that, like... Cedric the Entertainer is a legend, but why would you have a, a whole bit about the fly that landed on Mike Pence's head last year? Huh? That, that was a bit? was a bit. So that that just, like... That's wild. Tell, that just tells you a lot. Very dated jokes. Um, And also, like, it's not that I dislike any of the shows that won a million awards. Like... Ted Lasso, I still don't watch The Crown, but, like, it's not like I'm anti The Crown or anything. But it is just not that interesting when, like, the same shows sweep or, al- or almost sweep, you know? Um, yeah. Especially when, like, the supporting actor in a comedy category, Ted Lasso had four nominees. It's, like, that's... So wild. So, that's, like, it's an ensemble cast and almost literally the entire ensemble. Like, that is just so crazy to me. Um, and I think too, something that is really interesting and glaring is when like, um, literally zero actors of color won, even though so many were nominated. And it's just one of those things where it's like, it is hard because I think that really talented people won the awards, but it is really interesting when there's categories where four black actor four out of five black actors were nominated and one white actor that's the one that wins and so it's like okay like it's really good to nominate more people of color but like the next step would be like maybe paying it more attention to the art they're creating especially when like michael k williams also didn't win it was it really was like exactly like when chadwick boseman didn't win where you're kind of like seriously like Mm -hmm. especially because i don't think it would have been an award just given to him in his honor just because he died and was beloved. I think Michael K. Williams in Lovecraft Country was really, he was like one of the best parts of the show. Um, yeah. His agree. character was like really heartbreaking and really nuanced. And um, yeah. So that was pretty weird. Um, but yeah, I just feel like, and I usually really like the Emmys. Um, I, th- I think that is probably up there with how much I like the Oscars, I guess. But it was just kind of, like, blah to me. Like, it was... I actually thought that last year's were more fun, even though most of the people were on Zoom. And so that's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but maybe I'm just thinking about how fun it was to see Zendaya win over Zoom and her, like, being so excited. Because <laughs> that was really, really fun last year. But... It definitely added, like, a layer of unknown. Yeah. Yeah, it was just... I just felt kind of weird about these Emmys. Slash, um bored out of my mind so that's my <laughs> recap <laughs> um but yeah Michaela it. Cole I excluded had, 
I had recorded it and was planning on going back and watching it, but I don't think I will. TBH. Yeah, honestly, I would say look at everyone's outfits that they wore because I feel like everyone looked amazing. And oh, yeah, Bo Burnham and uh, Jason truly thrived in those mm-hmm. velvet suits. We ooh, we love a velvet suit here at Girl Meets Show. <laughs> yes, we do. And a lot of fun, like, <laughs> color, too. Like, yeah, it was really good. It was it was good fashion year, I think. Um, But, yeah, you could just look at, like, um, a slideshow online and not have to spend hours of your time watching the same the same people winning <laughs> so yeah that's how i feel i i literally don't Thank even you know for if that's that a hot take. recap you're very welcome i can it doesn't have to be hot or cold it's just a take yeah you know it's what? a recap it's a great point. jordan's recap <laughs> a name as catchy as the as the words <laughs> i said <laughs> all right now on to Sex Education Season 3. In this season of Sex Education, uh, one of the plots is uh, about the head boy or girl at the school who like is like the headmaster's right-hand person um, who's kind of like doing the communicating with the students and coming up with all of the rules and ways that they're going to change the school. And, uh, so we thought it would be fun to say our top three TV characters that we would like to see as head boy or girl at our, at our school. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) who would be your number three? My number three is uh, Lane from Gilmore Girls. Oh, brilliant. Um, thank you. It is funny because I don't think we we didn't like say they needed to be like teenager characters, but all of mine are. That's just how it kind of worked out. For mine. Two out of three of mine are. Okay, cool. Well, I'm excited to hear the one adult. Um, <laughs> I picked Lane because she's very smart. She's also, like, an individual. Um, Like, she doesn't just, like, try to follow trends and is very quirky and unique. And I was also Mm -hmm. thinking, like, if she were the head girl of specifically the school in sex education, Moredale. Because, like, part of something that she and Rory are talking about when they're in high school in Gilmore Girls is that, like, being virgins. And I feel like, you know... The kids going to school at Moordale who may who are not having sex probably feel like rejects or yeah. losers. But Lane is like Great extremely point. cool and I think she would be like open. Like I don't think she would be judgmental of anyone. Um mm-hmm. but I think she could be like, you know, like you don't have to be having sex all the time. And look at me, to I'm be cool. cool. I you can be like me. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Lane would bring to the table. I love that. My number three is uh, Emily Dickinson from Stop Apple it. TV. Dickinson. She <laughs> she's one of my bonuses. Wow. wow! And I was like, "This is a love weird it. choice," but apparently, it's just a genius choice. 
Wow. It's just, we just know. I think that she would like come to the table with a lot of great ideas. I don't know if she would be the best at like executing any of them. I think she mm-hmm. could get distracted. She's more of an idea girl. Mm-hmm. But um, I think she'd do a great job. I agree. And I think that she she's so like artistic and creative that um, there's a mm-hmm. lot of artistic, creative kids at the school that would look up to her. Yeah. And she could start a revolution. 100%. She would have been very into whatever episode that is when the kids go crazy <laughs> in this season. Mm-hmm. <gasps> yes. Wow. I am obsessed with that answer. Um, My number two is I picked a, a Sydney Sweeney, but in White Lotus. Um, of course she would definitely be like a really mean head girl, I think, but I do think she would get the job done. And, um, I think she would take it seriously. And like, she is also open-minded or at least like wants to appear that she's open-minded, which I don't think is like a bad thing at all for the head girl to be like publicly open-minded, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. And I feel like she's pretty immune to criticism. I think I, yeah. For better or worse. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of traits with her that could definitely go either way. And I don't really like Mm -hmm. her as a person, but I think she actually would be a very efficient head girl. (laughs) Totally. Um, My number two is my adult submission. Ooh. (laughs) Um, and, And sadly, it's someone that you don't really know because you haven't watched the show. But it's Gaeta from the TV show Dave on FX. He is like um, Dave's hype man. And he's like a really uh, complicated character that like people see him as one way, but he is like actually something totally different. And um, I think he could bring a lot to the table being like a hype man, but also he like has a lot of really good ideas and like never gets in the show Dave he like doesn't really get a lot of recognition and so I think he could thrive in like a role where he would definitely get the recognition he deserves love that and no I haven't watched it but I just always hear about ever how good it is I mean you probably did see him I think him and Dave did a little bit at the Emmys actually oh I think they were overshadowed because Rita Wilson then came in and started rapping popped up and because I definitely recognize little Dicky, but yeah I forgot to mention that in my recap that I was like okay this is off to a strange start (laughs) if we've got Rita Wilson in here and you know no one replied to my tweet but I don't remember her being in a single tv show since girls so probably so that was so bizarre but and rude because now yeah she overshadowed someone else (laughs) that i that was really (laughs) relevant to our episode today (laughs) if only they knew so my number one i picked sally draper from mad men another great answer thank you um I think she, again, all these three choices are, like, they're really smart. Um, Sally is interesting because, like, I think she would be good because she's definitely, like, kind of bossy. And um, mm-hmm. and I she's not, like, a sheep. She's really not a follower at all. Like, she kind of 
but she still can like relate to people especially as she gets older in in the show totally. and like she'll stick up for herself and for others and like I think she I think she would like kind of respect authority but also be like questioning authority too so like I think she would be a good advocate for the students that's a great point and I totally see it I my number one I chose because of similar reasons they I think she would be really good at advocating for students but also and be able to like stand up to the authority to authority um it's Arya from Game of Thrones oh wow yeah. I also think she could form a revolution and she's not necessarily like a people person but I don't think you have to be a people person necessarily yeah because um, you kind of have to be okay to people not liking you as the head girl yeah, like, you have to make tough choices. And it's good, too, because she's not going to just rebel just for the sake of rebelling. Like, no. She definitely, like, there's always a, like, process for her, and she's very logical. Mm, she would be good. Thank you. I think we got some good some good choices. We'll have to have a uh, an election. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Sex Education Season 3. I didn't have a chance to, uh, do a full rewatch of Seasons 1 and 2 before 3 dropped, but luckily, Netflix did, like, one of the cutest, most fun, (laughs) um, kind of catch-you-up-to-speed, um, little video starring, um, Otis and Eric, from the show that were like sitting at a little like mm-hmm. news desk and it was so cute and also really helpful because there's a lot of stuff I forgot and I it got me like so excited to jump into the new season because I was like oh my gosh like I love these characters so much and this is so cute so that was mm-hmm. fun it was adorable I loved it highly recommend watching that first even if you have just watched seasons one and two yeah seriously it was so it was so much more than just a like previously on like it was adorable yeah I loved it um okay let's talk overall feelings about the season and then quickly go into a few spoilers how did you feel about season three um I loved it I just it's just such an enjoyable show to watch um and I really I feel like they do a really good job um, kind of building tension between the characters and the drama, mm-hmm. but also the like you end up being able to relate to every character, even characters you never thought you would. Um, totally, I just love it. It's legitimately so funny. I laughed out loud several times, especially one part that had me laughing so hard <laughs> that <laughs> I. I can't remember the last time I was, like, so surprised and laughing like that in a show. Like, for that, I was laughing for, like, a good, like, minute straight while everything was happening. I was dying. I was, it was so much fun. I'll make you tell the listeners what scene you're talking about when we're talking spoilers. So, okay. Perfect. Because, I I mean, don't tempt me because I could talk about that for probably three hours, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> that scene. Okay, deal. Um, okay, how did you like season three? 
I also loved it. It might even be my favorite season, which is, I mean, it's hard to say because it was so long ago since I watched seasons one and two, but like, Mm -hmm. I just, I love the characters so much. And I, I really loved where they went with this season because I feel like in some ways subtly, in some ways not so subtly, like they got to a point where they can now like say like also like sex isn't everything like this is just so that like teenagers are like um capable of having conversations around it and like being responsible with it but also like it's not everything and um they kind of showed why it's not everything Mm -hmm. and um I thought that was done really really well and I also just really love I think I've said this before when we talked about it, but like in this show, the ability to have so many characters and get to know each of them so well and have so many different storylines and never get confused and like love all of the characters equally is like truly amazing. And like the writing should be getting lots of awards because I am just like shocked every time. Totally agree. I mean, I don't think it's a spoiler. I want to maybe talk more about it during spoilers, but Adam, for me, the way that you start the show in season one with Adam, the bully, and then how much I am obsessed with him in season three now, he's like one of the MVPs of the whole show at this point. Like everything he did was so funny and also really sweet and like heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Like he... I think too that the what really puts this show apart from just kind of your typical show about high schoolers is the acting. Like I really think that the actors on this show are so good, so good, and having so much fun. Seriously, I was watching a different like little video that got served to me with some of the cast, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I could really go down a total rabbit hole, wormhole of. Just oh watching gosh, cast videos of how much they all love each other and are so funny and wow, it was so good. I it's just a, it's just a great show and I mean, I think that if if the uh, the a show called Sex Education maybe doesn't sound like it would be up your alley, you're probably right. I <laughs> definitely wouldn't recommend this to everybody. Um, I think that it has. It's a very honest show and a lot of that is like you see, it's like it's raw in kind of a lot of different ways, <laughs> you know? And mm-hmm. um so yeah, definitely um what is the phrase they say on TV shows like what do they say? Viewer discretion advised. Yeah, viewer discretion advised for sure. <laughs> um <laughs> and I feel like isn't it like I don't know if this is still true now that every like streamers and stuff, but it is also a British show and I think that like English and British shows are kind of more um, direct about things and graphics mm-hmm. sometimes. So I just take that with a grain of salt, but it's it's a great show. It is truly great. Um, All right, let's talk spoilers. <sighs> My only notes from the show are... <laughs> I have two of them. The first one is... I want to be mac and cheese for Halloween. Brilliant <laughs> Halloween costume. I want to do it. I think I'm going to try it. I don't know I if think it'll you work. I do it. I loved it. It's like, okay, weren't they just like toilet paper rolls? For sure. I just need to start saving my toilet paper rolls. Yeah. And then just paint them yellow. Oh my gosh. 
Yeah, I don't even think I need to be in a pot. I'll just be macaroni and cheese. Yeah, just loose macaroni. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, what's and your other note? And then my other note is that, wow, I loved Adam's mom this season. I don't know if I've yes. like, always loved her and I forgot, but like she really got a shine and I just like, she is so special. I love her. I'm like, we. I have tears welling up in my eyes thinking about her. I just oh. loved her. She, I think that, I think that it wasn't like she was ever bad. I just think she never really was got to be in it that much. And so we got to see her so much more. And that is honestly why just in general, I just love TV. Like you get to see characters (laughs) grow. Well, and even because I'm just thinking about, I think I was thinking about um, how BJ Novak's show is coming out soon and it's like an anthology and I was like, mm-hmm. I think you can do so many cool things with an anthology show, but you can't show like growth of the characters over seasons, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it'll always just be my number one TV, you know? Cause TV. like, it's again, my number one love, my number one love. And I'm so loyal to it. My first love. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, um, loyal, <laughs> loyal to a fault. For sure. <laughs> my literally my number one priority even it's like the whole family of adam's family like even getting to see his dad in a really dark sad place this season made me feel for him even though he was like totally pretty much the villain for so long um i loved seeing adam's mom just like thriving though after divorce and figuring herself out and like there was a time where like I told I honestly totally thought she would go back to him but she like stood her ground and like had good like had good boundaries and I just like wow props to her and showing her getting to be like a good friend gets a cooking show I do too yeah she was a good friend and like um stand-in therapist to Amy I loved I loved her her and Amy's little scene together um it was amazing oh my gosh um I, which that kind of leads me into the scene because one of the funniest things of Amy and Adam's mom was when Amy was like, don't go in there into the bathroom. (laughs) I'm anxious. Like it's going to be a really bad one after she goes poop. Okay. So Um, two of your favorite scenes were poop scenes. Well, I noticed that there's a lot of very funny poop and fart things in this season. More than I remember in the other ones, because I want to say the two the two things that made me laugh the hardest this whole season, number one by far was when Raheem clogs the toilet on the bus when they're on their Paris trip and puts it in a sock. Throw- <laughs> and it's like he would have, because it's like, it's also like you feel the panic that Raheem is having of like, oh my gosh, I just clogged the toilet. What do I do? Like literally, what do I do? And it goes obviously as badly as it possibly could but the whole thing it's like everything that was happening even though it's like you can kind of see what's coming it was just i was laughing so hard i was like choking and then but it just set up the most amazing part too like another amazing adam moment when he takes the fall for it and it was like this guy like he's so tender i love him um and the other thing that made me laugh real hard was i loved the double date when Otis, Ruby, Eric, Adam are on the double date. And Adam's like, does anyone else like the smell of their own farts? (laughs) (laughs) And they all, and he's like, I thought you told me to ask like questions. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then when he but i don't know um i love the whole double date scene in general um it was just really it ended up being such a joy and it was just really i felt like every episode had a shining moment okay actually this opens the door to something we've got to discuss um especially because i i had fomo because i hadn't caught up yet when you and our friend rachel were discussing debating (laughs) um otis and ruby versus otis and mave tell me tell me how you feel about that okay so i honestly our friend rachel tweeted how much she loves otis and um ruby way more than she ships otis and mave and i was just like baffled because i honestly hadn't even thought about it i knew that ruby was just the vehicle to get otis and mave together so i guess i hadn't Mm -hmm. even really thought about it as like an actual possibility um and like I did end up liking them together because I thought they were like they brought out really fun sides of each other but for me I felt like Otis was what is it is exactly what uh Ruby needed Ruby needed someone like Otis to like show her these how to be vulnerable and like experience Mm -hmm. these things and like yeah, maybe not everyone will feel the exact same way that you feel all the time, but that's okay. It doesn't mean that what you feel isn't real. And like, I, I loved that storyline and I thought it was done really well. Um, I just, I don't think that Ruby was great for Otis. Like she was mean to him a lot of the times and Mm -hmm. like, she's still, even in the end, like still wasn't, it wasn't the healthy relationship. And, um, I just think that Otis and Maeve, I think their relationship is less fun, but I think it's more honest and like, um, beautiful. And I'll like, I love that they, I was crying. I'll be real. I was crying <laughs> when they kissed. And I also love that this show is called sex education. And this whole time we've been rooting for the two of them to get together and like, they still haven't had sex. And I think that wow, that is really yeah. interesting. Never and thought about that. And I also thought it was really interesting that, like, Otis's mom didn't even know who Maeve was. Hadn't even connected that she wouldn't know who she was. I yeah. thought that was really interesting. Yeah, I, I'm i definitely, um, I ride hard for Maeve and Otis, for sure. I what I, What really impressed me about Otis and Ruby was that, usually it's like you're saying you can always tell when it's just like means to an end couple Mm -hmm. that's supposed to distract from like the end game pairing um but i felt like this show did a they made like one of those kinds of couples like in a much more entertaining coupling than i was prepared to see like usually i'm just like okay like this is just supposed to frustrate me because i want him to be with Maeve, you know but yeah I did. I was really impressed with how the show actually made Otis and Ruby really fun to watch. Um, it was fun to see Otis in a relationship like that because we. It's like you said, like we haven't really seen Otis those sides of Otis yet, and so like mm-hmm. especially as he gets more confident. So I still I was not like anti Otis Ruby, but I mean just after all we've been through with Otis and Maeve, especially because I feel like one and two. The first time I was watching those, I was like, oh my gosh, like I haven't felt this like um, romantic angst from a show in so long. It almost was as strong. The will they won't they levels were so strong to me almost to be like 
Jim and Pam days when the office was first on, which mm-hmm. like that was a lot for me to handle emotionally when I was in yeah. high school. <laughs> and so like <laughs> this, I, I was like, wow, like I haven't felt like this in so long. So like, there's just no way I could never not be team Otis and Maeve. Well, and I have to say the Paris kiss was like amazing. Yes. I actually didn't cry, but I felt a lot. You of have no heart. I guess I don't, but it was, <laughs> I mean, maybe it's cause I was watching this at like 1am. <laughs> <laughs> but actually that should make me cry more the only thing though with otis and mave they kiss and then it's like may they have all this all the other kind of pro- issues again with um mave's other love interest isaac um and then i feel like their reconciliation again after that i felt was a little rushed actually i would almost have liked more time to kind of sit in that and then it would be even more satisfying when they like got together kind of finally mm-hmm. that's just how i felt at that i felt like especially the paris kiss was like the high point but they weren't even technically like together at that point you know but i felt like it was a little yeah. rushed at the end of the season i agree i um, agree it was like a bunch of like can i when can i see you like oh and like five she, he really says tomorrow or she says tomorrow but it felt like it was five days i was like why can't you just see each other right now yeah. And I did feel like their goodbye was like pretty anticlimactic. I mean, it was cute that they like said, see you later. And on like, I, I think that is kind of realistic to like, not like commit to each other right before he's like, or she's going to America. But mm-hmm. I would like, to, I, I felt the same way. I agree. Cool. Um, One more thing about that. Like speaking of Isaac, I wish that I know it had to happen like this because otherwise how could they break Otis and Maeve up but I wish that they hadn't had him delete that voicemail because I I don't dislike Isaac as like a kind of a rival for Otis because Mm -hmm. I think he he has good points like he and Maeve do have a lot in common and they do have chemistry but that was always hanging over for me I'm like yeah but he's a jerk like he he lied and manipulated like he couldn't give Maeve the, even the option of ch- of a choice when he deleted that yeah. voicemail and so I could never get excited about them or like even entertain that idea because I just was mad at him and I was like that's not really fair because I just wish that Maeve had had like like kind of more um what's the word I'm looking for like less devious option I guess I don't know. So did you feel like they were kind of equal when Otis was being really rude? Well, I kind of did because Otis really was a huge jerk in season two. Yeah. And so I did feel like, oh, Otis is totally shooting himself in the foot, whatever. I kind of just wish because it's like he and Ruby had a fair shot and I almost would have been even more satisfied with Otis and Maeve getting together if like Maeve had also had kind of a fair shot with someone. But that was just always hanging over over Isaac as even as a love interest just because that was such a bad thing to do but good point I don't know I don't know how much more we need to really go on (laughs) but I do feel like we absolutely have to talk about Jemima Kirk oh yeah I'm still actually trying to decide how I felt about her character Mm -hmm. I honestly kind of had a hard time figuring it out it was very confusing and conflicting. I understand why they did this, but like 
having her come out and being like so cool and then like mm-hmm. turn so much was really hard for me and I just like that felt like the most unrealistic part of the show and like also yeah. never seeing her interactions with her husband I think that would have honestly helped me believe her more as a person because like to me she just seemed like some sort of like character and like not mm-hmm. an actual human yeah it is funny because the for her opening scene when she comes out and is like dancing on the stage by the final by the final episode I was like that was so I don't really think this character would actually ever do that like no I don't either it was not a realistic turn it was fun going in with the context of her as Jessa in Girls it was really that was fun seeing her play basically the exact opposite of jessa and i think she did a good job with that but yeah i don't think that character was very well written yeah i don't think so either and like yeah i agree it's also weird i'm glad you agree yeah i think like it's also kind of weird i think she was just miscast too because it was weird having her be so young and be this way like it's i think there are definitely like um young people in their like like closest to our i actually don't even know how old she is but i think she's not she's supposed to be probably like 35 ish and um like i know there's plenty of people of all ages who suck and are the worst but like it just seemed so weird that she it just didn't really fit. Like I just think she can't help but seem cool and chill. So maybe I'm I'm backtracking on what I just said that cuz like I don't <laughs> think she did a bad job. I just think maybe like her styling should have been different or someone slightly older should have been cast. Like it was just mm-hmm. it was kind of strange. Yeah, I totally agree. I had a hard time putting like anytime she was in a scene I was like wow I love Jemima but I'm having a hard time believing this um the last thing that I wanted to discuss is just um I loved the new characters that they introduced um I actually I I was kind of worried because I was like oh having them like introduce some new characters this late in the game with like a cast of people that we already love and know so well. Mm-hmm. But again, with the writing, they do such a good job. And even a character that we like barely even saw. Um, I'm mostly referring to uh, the two non-binary characters. Um, I think that both of their storylines, one was pretty small and one was really significant. I thought they were both really good and well-written and um really didn't like it fell in line with the show and didn't feel out of place like Jemima Mm -hmm. Kirk's storyline did totally and I was reading about both of the actors who play let's see it's one is Cal and one is Layla right the two non-binary yes. students, the both the actors are non-binary as well. So I think like mm-hmm. just from stalking them on Instagram, like the whole cast on Instagram, including them. And they're like, so it's so gratifying to tell like our authentic story. And like, that's very cool that it wasn't like, 
they could have cast maybe like a female identifying person in real life but who's just playing non-binary but that they're both actually non-binary is really cool yeah i agree i mean hope there's another season and we get to see their storylines continue agree i haven't heard anything about another season or if this is the final season i have no clue me neither i would think we at least get to graduation but yeah who's to know i'm intrigued by the gifted and talented program i couldn't help but laugh every time they mentioned the gifted and talented program because i remember as a kid i totally thought that i was going to go to a gifted and talented school because my parents made me believe i was the most smartest person in the world which I don't think anyone who's smart would actually say that sentence. And <laughs> it just made me laugh. And I'm like, what even is this program? I don't know. It's a little bit mysterious, but I just thought it was funny. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because, um, like, is this opening the door for Emma Mackey to, like, move on to movies and stuff? Like, I don't want her to because Maeve's a really important part of the show. But it it kind of feels like it seemed like it was only for a couple weeks. But I can't really. But it's kind of like it. She won't have to probably be in every single episode, though. You know. Yeah. Since unless they pick up when she comes back. Yeah. Yeah. It just it reminds me of like I'm not caught up on High School Musical, the musical, the series, but like Olivia Rodrigo's character is like off at a different program. Because she's only slightly more famous than every single other person on the show now. So it's just, it's interesting. I am sad this one's over. I was kind of almost putting it off to last minute to watch it because I like didn't want it to be over, you know? Yeah, I get it. It was beautiful. I loved it. Um, Who's your crush of the week? I... I am obsessed with Jackson on this show. Okay. I'm obsessed with him. I think he is like one of the most beautiful people I've ever looked at. Um, Yes. And he's also, I I looked up his age because you just never know when they're playing high school students and he's 26. Oh, wow. So older than I even thought. Um, I'm relieved. Um, He also... I mean, you could just go on and on about each individual character being interesting and relatable. I just like comparing where these characters are when you first meet them, when, like, he's the star athlete, he's the head boy, and now he's, like, figuring out, he's like, well, if I'm not any of those things, like, what am I, you know? And I always think that's an interesting thing to talk about. Yeah. Well, my crush of the week is Eric. I don't perfect. He was, he really is just perfect. And... Uh, my heart just broke for him and his like storyline but he is just ready to fly and mm-hmm. everything he says it just either like again breaks my heart or makes me die of laughter yes and I love it there was a scene where he like where Otis tells him something shocking I can't remember what thing shocking thing it was but Eric like drops his bike (laughs) and he's just so dramatic and it kind of it just I love him he's everything he does 
honestly, this is we we don't get to watch a lot of shows very often where you have like fifty people to choose from that you could have a crush on. Seriously. That week. And this one, it's like, it was honestly hard to choose. I feel like I think I had like a dream about Jackson last night and I am obsessed with him. (laughs) He's definitely my crush, but like I could have said Eric. I was, I'm in love with Adam this season. I loved everyone. Mm -hmm. I love Otis. I love, I love Maeve. I love all the people. I'm team mustache for Otis, by the way. Interesting. I like the mustache. It's just a little (laughs) patchy for me. Can you like pencil it in a little bit? I feel like this season went in surprising but realistic ways for the characters, and I love that. I agree. And I'm just now thinking of all the characters that we haven't even discussed, but Ugh, I know there's so many. We love them all, and we love the show. It's so good. So, highly recommend if you haven't watched it and you listen to this whole episode. <laughs> wow, we love you. <laughs> Seriously. And... If you have watched it and listened to this episode, I hope you agree with us. And if not, you can tell us. It's okay. It won't hurt our feelings. Yeah, we'll be fine. All right. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.